Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building our lives of prayer. We've been looking at the Apostle Paul, his practice of prayer, his teachings about prayer, and then we'll look at his actual prayers. But today I'd like to look at the book of 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. In the book of 2 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul speaks extensively about what he suffers as a preacher of the gospel. Paul was persecuted throughout much of his ministry. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, he writes, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So he starts out writing to the Corinthians and making mention of the fact that God is providing comfort in what he's suffering. And as he's experiencing this comfort in his affliction, he's in turn able to help others who are afflicted. His experience of being comforted by God is enabling him to share that same comfort with others who are suffering. And there's a a lesson there for us, I think, that when we go through something difficult and turn to the Lord and receive his grace in our suffering, we are then far better able to help others when they are going through sufferings. But I'd like to focus today on what he writes in verses 8 through 11 of 2 Corinthians chapter 1 as he continues on this, this theme of suffering. He writes, For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia, For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us rely, not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and He will deliver us. On Him we have set our hope that He will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. Now note what the Apostle Paul is saying here. He's expressing his confidence that God will deliver him. But note that he also believes God will use the prayers of his people to help bring about that deliverance. He says, you also must help us by prayer. We don't always know how God is using our prayers to help other people. Only the Lord knows what dangers people have been kept from, saved from in response to intercessory prayer. I suspect that there is far more done in response to prayer than we will ever know in this life. But this particular passage makes it very clear that prayer plays a vital role in God's work in and through others, especially those who are suffering and sharing the gospel in parts of the world where persecution is intense. Prayer should be seen as partnership in ministry. When Paul writes, you also must help us by prayer, he's saying, you've got part of our ministry. 
we can't do this without you. You need to help us. And then he notes in verse 11 that God will be praised and given thanks because of the blessing that is granted in response to your prayers. This is a reminder to us of the great value of our partnership in prayer with those who are spreading the gospel here and around the world. Would you join me as we pray about that today? Father, we ask that you would help us to grasp the great importance of prayer in protecting, sustaining, and strengthening those who spread the gospel around this world. Help us to grasp the value of partnership in prayer, and we ask this in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen.